All right, God, how do I start these damn things? Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry G and Superman. We'll cover it all. At least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. Welcome back to Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex, and I am joined today to talk about three very special episodes uh, by friend of the show, Christine Bartolucci. How you been, man? Hi, Matt. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. We are, like, just to knock this in time, we're living through quarantine life out here in California yeah, right now. crazy. Yeah, we're, we are a week and a half in at this point. No Feels like re- forever already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no real end in sight. All the shows are down. Everything's topsy-turvy. The whole world seems to be at a standstill. But we've decided to take 90 minutes of our or three hours of our lives, really, and watch. It was a nice escape, to be honest with you. I'm glad. I'm glad it wasn't yeah. a chore. No, 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 no. Because there's, there's not many people that I can message and be like, Hey, could you watch three episodes of Lois and Clark in the next week? <laughs> I'm glad and talk I could to be that it? person for you. I truly appreciate it. I really do. Um, so this is like, you know, I'm going to save the episode by episode stuff for when Ryan gets back from New Krypton, as I've said before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it would be fun to kind of tackle these bigger arcs in kind of broad terms. Um, so what we're going to be talking about today is three episodes or three episodes of the show that's really like three parts of a five-parter but i don't know about you i don't give a shit about the fourth and fifth part of this five-parter yeah yeah um i I remember when i when i was watching it when it was uh because i've watched it when it was on in the 90s this was my favorite part like this was what Really? really hooked me in was the drama of it all cool so yeah it's funny because like before I rewatch these, all I could think, but okay, by the way, we're doing episodes uh, 315, 316, 317. I now pronounce you Double Jeopardy and Seconds, otherwise known as the Wedding Clone Lois Return of Lex episodes. Yeah. Um, Which a lot of fans don't like or didn't no. like. And, and like secretly rewatching these, I realized, like, oh, I think this is why I have this podcast. <laughs> because like I love Superman I love yeah. you know like you were on my favorite episode of all time you know like there are other things I love about the show but the baffling part of this series for me kind of starts with frogs yeah and ends with like the big-headed guy in the final episode it's just right, like right. from here it just goes wacky and bizarre yeah um and I will never like my little 10 year old self was shook when <laughs> Lois Lane first put a a frog in her mouth. You I know, on their wedding. remember that. I was like, <laughs> let's see, 12 or 13, I think. Okay. And I remember it was, you know, what well, I watched every Sunday. And I remember at the end that moment, can I talk about it now or are we going to go through it? Oh, uh, yeah. Like we're, that's we're, the thing too. We're going to do broad strokes okay, on these. Okay. So jump we're, right in. Where she, where she like, you first, when she like sucks back the frog leg basically. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember being like, oh, she's a cloud. And my mom was like, okay, sure, honey, whatever you say. Like, yeah, exactly. My mom was like, you know, <laughs> just like, wow. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. That's so funny. Like, we both have memories of watching this with our mother. Like, my mom watched every episode of the show with me. Yeah, it's what, what you do with your, you know, 12, 13, 15, 16, or your kid, whatever, yes, right? You just, like, exactly. hang out. 
Watch what they watch. It's very sweet. And my mom had seen some of the show before. I have no idea if she'd seen this beforehand, but like, I remember we were on like my trundle bed in my room watching the taped rerun of this from TNT, like after mm-hmm. school and after homework and, you know, like yeah, that yeah. and this rocked my mm-hmm. world. Yeah. And then, so rewatching it, there's a lot to make fun of. And this is Lois and Clark. A lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. No, no. And just a lot of like Brad Garrett doing Herman Munster jokes that like, <laughs> need to be commented on. But then like for me as a Superman fan, there's stuff in these episodes that I'm like, this is the best Superman stuff they did in the whole series. Yeah, there was a lot of like, I, I think Terry shines the most. Yes, agreed. Like, it must've been such a switch and so much fun to do something completely different than what they were doing week after week, you know? Totally, totally. Um, and it like, you know, the character kind of gets annoying, but she's excellent as the clone. Yeah. And, and like, especially as the clone kind of like degrades over right. time, you yeah. know? Like, it's funny because she goes from one episode being like this evil, you know, sultry, like weird thing. And then the next episode, she's like a little kid. Yeah, exactly. Which like I the thought was he, really interesting. Yes. So like, yeah, I, I always get these episodes mixed up. So I've got detailed notes here. I now pronounce you as the first mm-hmm. one. Double Jeopardy, I think, is the one where you're like, she's she's conniving. Like, yeah. she's got a gun. The clone has a gun on Lois. At <laughs> yeah. One point. And then in seconds, like, you meet her and she's being quarantined in Star... <laughs> quarantined. <laughs> she's being <laughs> held in Star Labs and sucking down frogs and, like, yelling for Superman. And it's really cute. Like, it it's really yeah. dumb. Right. In a good way. You know, like, in the way that I love this show. Um, but, yeah, she's got that going on. And then, like, then there's Wanda. She's like super extra yes oh my god yes and but like i love that she is clearly just like a version or like the manifestation of this like not very well written pulpy character that lois right. was playing with right I, so know? i guess that was the point uh, that was the point i think so be- right because it was just yeah. like this is maybe lois shouldn't be writing a novel but she was and this is the character that she had can you imagine meeting a person like that in real life i'd be like girl Oh, God. What are you even saying? <laughs> yeah. I've seen a lot of wrong roads. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, but then, but then like talk about Terry shining, like mm-hmm. she's genuinely funny and good in some of those scenes. And she, she and sings. she sings and she's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, okay. You're nerd enough. Have you ever read Terry's book? Of course. Okay. Burnt toast, right? Yeah. And I remember there was a section in that. She doesn't talk about Lois and Clark she, very much. She, she, if she does, she glosses over it very, yeah, very quickly. Yeah. Um, this was her "I'm not Lois Lane" phase, you know. Right. But now she's all about it. So. Yes. Now she wants some uh, legacy casting money. Um, but uh, she was talking about when she did. I think it was the national tour or like the replacement on Broadway of Cabaret, mm-hmm. and she was playing. Um, Oh my God! Why do I Sally Bowles. Sally Bowles. Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> um, but she was playing Sally Bowles Mr. and like. Broadway. Got, I know I, that was not that was not good. Um, John Stamos was her MC. Like it's really weird, but um, she talked about like these terrible reviews she got, and she like used to write "fuck off" on her toes. Every which I night, love that story. Which is so cool. Yeah, but it's like I don't I don't know that I've ever heard her sing a whole song from Cabaret. But just based on this episode, I'm like, she's got pipe. Like she can do it. Yeah, you know, like it pull, pulls it off. Like an actor who sings, but an actor who sings fine, like very yep. well, you know, like I would have taken a Lois Lex duet at some point, which, you know. Yeah, she got to sing obviously twice in that show. So that was. Yes. Yeah. Which is cool too. Um, 
But all right, we were jumping ahead. We should circle back to I now pronounce you. Yeah, uh, I wrote some some notes of, of things that like stuck out at me. I don't know if you 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 tell me how you want to do this because I know you want to go. You don't want to go step by step. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I I think we can just kind of jump in with with faves here and then make fun of some of it too. Okay. Um, like, um, Doctor Mamba is the first note that I have. <laughs> I don't know about you. R.I.P. Tony Curtis. R.I.P. Tony Curtis. But like, holy hell, this was a weird casting choice. But like, he's. <laughs> He and Martin Mull, especially, are like clearly having a good time at this mm-hmm. Um, But it, like, it's so funny because, like, you know, it's some like a hot Tony Curtis. It's it's defiant ones Tony Curtis. It's mm-hmm. Jamie Lee's father, and at one point he's dancing with a fake frog, which is hilarious. Like, which is, yeah. <laughs> but you see why, like, oh, I actually wrote. Tony dances with frog and then a little creepy old man right underneath it. Yes. Cause then like Lois shows up <laughs> yeah. and like basically trying to like get her into bed. And yeah. Before me too is a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's a very weird scene, but it's also great. And like him yelling at dumb Fred Willard president clone is mm-hmm. you know, like, it's all really like left alone to this episode scientist that makes frog eating clones is totally fine for this epi- for the yeah, show exactly. you know like it fits in well um another scene i really liked was was the uh, first time clark calls her honey i love that too which is like, really cute again like there's some really nice stuff in these episodes mm-hmm. you know like i i was telling you right before we went like i just showed my girlfriend the pilot for the first time and it's really hokey and lame but i'm like i can't tell you how much their relationship means to me. Like, it's, right. it's so dumb, but like there are moments where like maybe you're with somebody and you realize how like hokey and lame you're being. And then you kind of laugh it off together. And there are so many nice, like genuine moments like that. Like, yeah. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. And like, I think she even says at one point, like oh, we're disgusting and like brings him in for a kiss. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is, the show is about, you know, clone eating fro- or frog eating clones, but it's really cute and really real here, you know? Like, I really love it. Also love, like, so, th- I mean, maybe this is a good question for you. Like, this is the first of two weddings we get on this show. Yes. Were you, because they, they gear it up pretty well. Like, the whole basically first season, once they get past their weirdness together, is them being engaged and, like, gearing up for the wedding. And then we've got the Kents in town. We've got the Lanes in town. Lucy's trying to fly in, blah, 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 blah. Like, was this a letdown when you realized it wasn't for reals? So, like I said, I, I, when I was 12 or 13, this, this particular part of it, of the show, like this arc, really grabbed me and why cool. I really, really enjoyed it. So I don't remember being disappointed. I remember being disappointed at the end of, what's the third episode? Seconds. Seconds, yeah. That was a bummer because I right. remember when she gets hit with the rock, I was like, oh, she's going to get it. She's going to be Lois. Like, she's back. Are. Yeah, she's exactly. Back. Like, let's go back. And then they do the, the next two episodes where she has amnesia. And I'm like, what? So I remember being disappointed about that. Okay. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people were disappointed by those. Arcs, <laughs> for sure. um, yeah. You know, maybe it's, I can see older fans being upset by these episodes because it's a total cheat you know but yeah. also not something and i don't remember why they did it i remember there was a reason for it but i don't remember what it was oh i don't remember the re- well i i don't remember the real reason except like i guess tv logic is always like once you get a married yeah i think that. so that was it yeah yeah yeah. 
is the only thing I've ever heard. But right. If there's saucy behind the scenes details. No, that was that was what I remember. Lewis and Clark to Gmail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that 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 was what I remember too. That they were like, oh, we we did it too fast, which they kind of did. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And they skate past. One complaint I have with the show is like, I want to see functional dating. Right. Lois and Clark, you know, and we don't get too much of that. Yeah. I remember thinking the first time that he called her honey was like three days before the wedding. Right. I was like, you're going too fast. Ben. <laughs> you should, you guys are still dating. Yep. You, know? you got this whole conspiracy with the president to sort out. Just like calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Figure it out. People are sending you weird shit. Let's, let's tone this down a bit. I thought uh, it was a, a great return of Lex though. Oh my God. I mean, like, we haven't even gotten to him, but holy hell. Oh, good. And it almost feels like it's a different writer when he's, or he just makes these lines sing. Like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're talking about the beginning, the beginning before the credits roll. Um, yeah. Or, Double Jeopardy, right? Double Jeopardy is no, when no, no, he first no, no, shows no, up. No, no, second. <sighs> Hold on. Oh, sec- oh, oh, seconds. He's got my favorite Lex. And Superman, yeah, where, where he's like, possibly ever, yeah. This is war. This is war, which yeah. so feels like a, a take for the director. Like I feel like it's bigger than he'd ever go. Yeah, but he sells it with his arms up, and he, nobody sees that we're both like holding yeah. our <laughs> our unshowered, quarantined arms up in the air. And <laughs> but the but the speech he, he says like right before that is about like unrequited hate is so good, yes. and like the way he delivers it, I was like, oh man. And like the type of like, don't you feel that one of us without the other is kind of pointless? You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just that whole good that whole be. bit was like, yep. damn. That and like when he first pulls, he's threatening Lois when he's got her in the underground lair and stuff. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna remove your gag and but don't even bother screaming Superman. I'll paralyze your yeah. vocal cords, whatever. She's like, you sick, yeah, yeah. Superman, whatever. Like, oh, you finishing school girls. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. So good. He's- also, like to um just like a real quick, the show was trying in this episode point. There are two shots I'm very impressed with in this episode. And I, I texted you about one or messaged you. Oh about. yeah. 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 But when, when uh, Lex is revealed, it's a shot that's like on the guy that he's posing as mm-hmm. they've panned down. And like the guy does a bit of business with like a thing and he takes the wig off. And when they pan up, it like goes, the camera goes behind him as he's pulling the mask off and revealing John Shea. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they're just looking at John Shea. Like, I think it's just the guy is pulling it off with the camera behind him. And then in front of him is a fake mirror set thing of John Shea pulling. No. It. It's pretty seamless. I thought they just did the old switch the guy out. I don't think so. I think that moment is if that's is if like it is if they did it that way, that is cool. It's really because like like I'm not taking away from the shot, but if you watch the hands, one of them yeah. doesn't move, and I think John Shea is like goes back to grip the mask a little bit more. Like there's just little things. Oh, like I have to go that. back and rewatch it. Now. It's worth like if somebody if you have it on digital, it's worth yeah. just downloading it and checking it out a few times. But I think that's just like old stage magic of like you know two guys kind of harpo marking in the mirror together. Oh, it's really nice. Yeah, and then when she turns and like she's looking at him, that whole yes. moment was like killer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So nice to have him back. Mm-hmm. Um, that and when Lois first scenes clone Lois, when like clone Lois comes yeah, down yeah. the lair. Yeah. There's like a really good turn around real Lois and like the camera turns all around and you can tell like, oh, they really had to 
edit this and mask her out and all that. Right. Like, it's impressive. For it was probably a lot of work considering it was 1995. Exactly. And you're already doing super stuff in every episode of your show. So like, I can see you kind of taking some, you know, cutting some corners there. Right. But it was really nicely done. I, I thought it was killer. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, Lex, it's a shame that this is the final time that he's on screen. Yeah. You know, but, but they really, I feel like they tried to make the most of it, you know? like Yeah. He's, between him and Terry and this, these whole three episodes, it was like they were the, the ones that were like taking it home, in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, Terry, especially like getting to play as much as we said, but then like just John Shea coming back and giving his all as Lex Luthor. And he, he got to have like the scene with Clark about being in love with Lois and what that's like. Mm-hmm. And and the scene in the park with Superman again, which is like just the coolest, like straight from the comics. We're at it again. Like he talks yeah. to Superman over an ultrasonic frequency or whatever. Right. It's just like straight out of Gene Hackman, Christopher Eve stuff. Um, and then he gets to find out, like talk about like, I, you know, little 10 year old me was shook when she ate the frog, but like yeah, yeah. Lex coming up onto Clark's terrace and attacking him with yeah. a big fuck you gun. And you know, like, like having the Kents and Clark cower in the corner basically is just so damn cool to me. Still. Yeah. That was definitely a, a moment for sure. Yes. Yeah. And I also like the, the kind of slow roll of Lex as a threat through the first episode through, I pronounce you of mm-hmm. like sending the dead flowers, sending the broken something else. I forget what it Smash was. Smash cake. Smash cake. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the kind of dun-dun-dun Lex Luthor was pardoned and escaped from prison thing at the end, you know? Yeah. It's, just, it's just killer stuff. Um, as always, too, like, even when it's fake, the Kents at a wedding is is just, like, the happiest parents you've ever yeah. seen, you know? Super cute stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, Kay, Kay and Eddie throughout the whole thing, especially, like... Um, I really like the Christmas tree. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where Clark comes back after like the wedding night where poor horny Clark did not get well, to. <laughs> that was his, supposed to be his first time too. I know, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, poor horny Clark uh, talking to his parents about Christmas tree lights and like Martha at one point just saying like, okay, you two have more electricity than I've ever seen. And I think we've beaten this metaphor. Yeah. Right around that. <laughs> Uh, just killer. And and then like Eddie's got a nice scene after he talks to Lois, I think on the phone in the first episode and they hang up and like, you know, Oh no, Clark's not here. I think he's still in India fighting whatever oh, the hell yeah. is going on. You know? And they hang out and just like, when are those two ever going to have time to have kids? You know, it's just parent perfection. So honestly. cute. Yes. And then you always get the nice dichotomy here. I think this is one of the few episodes that has the Kents and mm-hmm. all the lanes together. Right. Yeah, it was that one in the Christmas episode. The one right before this. And then I guess, I don't remember if Sam is at their final wedding. I think he is. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. And then the final episode, I guess. when. Oh, when yeah, 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 yeah. Baby times. Yeah, yeah spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, don't listen. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, just kill her. Uh, I don't know. Where, where? I, was con- I was confused that it took Clark so long to figure it out. 
the that clone she was thing? a clone. Yeah. Yes. First of all, that 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 she was like, I'm tired. Like what? <laughs> but but then but then like the next morning, she didn't know where the cups were. I loved that detail too, or like that yeah. that was the thing that like fell her. You know. <laughs> but like, you know, if I married my fiance and then the next morning he didn't know where our cups were. I would be like, are you having a stroke? Like, right. are you okay? Like, but he kept going back to the fact that he didn't get any. Yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> he was like, okay, but about last night. And I was like, dude, Clark. <laughs> yeah. She called out of Something's work wrong. and went shopping today. This is yeah. not good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I do love that scene where like, um, I think this is in the second episode. Yeah, Double Jeopardy. Where, um, he goes to the Daily Planet. First, he sees Lois hitting on Jimmy. Right. Which is Another excellent. red flag. Yeah, in and of itself. It's wonderful. And then, like, has this whirlwind of a non-conversation with, Ter- with Perry, basically. And, like, goes into his office, like, Chief, is act- Joe- Lois acting weird? And, like, kind of doesn't let him finish whatever he's saying. Right, right. But I love that he, like, sees this ski trip photo or whatever. And is like, didn't she break her leg? And x-rays and sees that. Like, I always think of that as, like, a that's a cool Superman thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's good. Was that the moment he like for real figured it out? Yeah, I think there then, was another moment in the street, right where she's yelling at him, and he's called. He calls her honey. She calls yes, him honey, yeah, and he's yeah, still yeah. not like you're a clone. He was like, "Why are you acting so weird?" I'm like, "She's a clone." Right, right, yeah. No, that one he doesn't get it, and then I think that's when like he hears something far away and has mm-hmm. to go deal with it, and then like she pulls the gun on right in broad daylight Lois there and Lois hits her head and Wanda happens. And, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's after that, um, the leg x-raying that he kind of pulls her aside right. and does the, like what's going on. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, also love, like we really haven't gotten to him in the episode, the show proper yet, but Dr. Klein, I was going to say, I wrote Dr. Klein exclamation mark on my notes because I'm pretty sure that's the first time we for real see him, right? I don't know. If, if, are, you mean, are these the first episodes with him? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. This is why I, I have think, to do a rewatch podcast. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> the whole show's relationship to Star Labs is so interesting because like Jimmy, Jimmy One is mentioning it in the pilot, yeah. but we yeah. don't see it until season three. And right. With, you know, Dr. Klein... Um, I think there, oh, you know, I think there was an episode before this okay. with Dr. Klein, but weirdly not the one where he got sick from kryptonite poisoning or whatever. Oh yeah. That, that yeah. Christmas episode, you know, with Sam's there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love him in this. I love him like in the third episode after he's been hit and like constantly oh, yeah. kind of like repeating himself or like restating what Superman just said or whatever, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> Yeah, they peppered in some comedy, which I like. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. And there's always, like, these moments in the show that are just, like, kind of ugh moments for me. Like, the montage of, like, Wanda singing while... Or, I don't even think she's, like, like Terry's actually singing through it. But, like, there's the music playing with Wanda at the bar and, like, Superman's, like, flying lonely and looking over the city. Oh, yeah, and, they also... I, I wrote a note, they changed the song. I think it's... Because I, I bought it on iTunes. Yes. I think on the DVDs they have the rights. One, is it, maybe it's is just, it right? I, yeah, maybe it's just iTunes that they don't, they don't have the rights. But I always forget until it starts playing. I'm like, no, this is not the song. Yep, this is such a thing. That I didn't want to watch this now, so I like, like fast forward it through it because I was like, nope, wrong song. And maybe it's better with the real song. Oh, it is. But I yeah, this so. I, I want, I'm sure that 
the real song is documented out there somewhere. But um, yeah, I've got no idea what it was. Um, but yeah, and that might have made it better. I, I Googled Ooh, it. What you got? So it's uh, Chris, um, either Rhea, I think, Chris Rhea featuring Elton John. And the song is uh, if, you were, if You Were Me. So it makes sense. Uh, so the montage isn't that bad when you like hear the song. With no, it. especially if Elton John was there. That would yeah. be fine. <laughs> All right. I take back my, my criticism <laughs> and just criticize Warner Music for not paying a little Yeah, the moment. song they put there is not good. Not, not good, no. But like all these shows that do like the song replacement when they go right to DVD, it feels like, what's the first song you see? Put that in. You know, yeah, like, yeah, nobody exactly. really tries to like match Dawson's the tone Creek. or anything like that. Dawson's Creek, like my, my other beloved show, Birds of Prey, like mm-hmm. they just changed everything. It just kills me. Um, another like weird thing in this episode and these like run of episodes that's kind of cool for me is A, the like dumb continuity that they get into here. And like, they really do kind of pay it off for fans. Like this is kind of the first time for me, A, because of the kind of to be continued nature of it all. Yeah. And B, because of that, that it's like, oh, this feels like a soap opera. This feels truly like a days of our lives, like a general hospital or something like that. Because, you know, like Lois was writing a book back in season one. Like when Asabi walks in for the first time since season one. Yeah, it's like episode one, right? Yeah, he's in the pilot. He's the guy yeah. that like lets the snake into mm-hmm. Lex's office, you know? And he's around for a few episodes in season one. And then I didn't realize this till researching it today, but he comes back in season four, which I don't remember. But in the episode where the guy switches body with oh, yeah, Superman yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's like oh, yeah. an evil Superman thing. I guess that's Asabi's fault. I kind of had to go back and yeah. watch that. Um, also, like, um, superhero props to this guy. Um, Sean Tobe, Tube. This is the guy that helped Tony Stark build the first Iron Man suit and escape the terrorists. So I was, like, going through all these, these some of these actors. I'm like, what have they been up to? Are they still around? Like, yeah. Was, he was somebody who I looked up. I was like, oh, good for him. Yeah, has a has a thriving career that yeah. and like Homeland and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know. But I had no idea that that was him. But it was very cool. And Kay um, Callen, did did you did you see um, uh, Knives Out? Was Kay Callen in Knives Out? Do Kay I forget Callen, that? Kay Callen was the mom. No way. <laughs> Oh, quarantine rewatch. I'm gonna watch yes. that tonight. That like the old mom that has like yeah. two lines. Yeah. Where she's no like outside, like shit. Yeah. yeah, like watching him go through that doesn't even look like her. That's no, she's eighty four now and they put make you know, she looks yeah. you know, yeah, but she's still working. Made her look like Christopher Plummer's mom. Like yeah. that's craziness. No, I'm gonna rewatch that. No, I remember seeing her she was on Veep mm-hmm. two or three years ago, and it's just like Look, she's older, but that's Martha Kent. She looks great. Like, good for her, man. Yeah, not to be a, she, a downer, but she's the only parent left. Wow, yeah, Beverly Beverly Garland's dead, too. That's right. I don't know about the. I don't know about Mr. Lane, Dr. Yeah, Lane. Yeah, he's me. gone, and so is Eddie. But then we lost Eddie a few years yeah. ago. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so mad at myself because I had an opportunity to go to a convention that Kay and Eddie were at together. And I didn't, I didn't go. I don't honestly remember when it was or what my reasoning was. But then like very soon after that, we lost Eddie and just mm. mad at myself. Would have loved to have met him. Would have loved to have met Lane too. 
It's oh, I know. Oh my God. What a guy. Um, but yeah, truly excellent throughout these episodes and uh, all of them. And we talked about Lane briefly. I love him stepping up and like okay. having been ordained in Graceland for whatever reason. You know? Of course. Yep. Cause then he marries them for real later on too, right? He starts to. He starts to. Yeah. Oh, does the fairy godfather? Yes. (laughs) Can't even with those episodes. Um, But yeah, so like crazy continuity with this, like we were saying. Um, Cool comic stuff in this too, if I can nerd out on you for a second. Yeah. First you get like kind of throwaways like um, for that awesome scene in the park, Lex tells Superman to meet him at Kirby and Steranko, who were like Jack Kirby is the god of comics Mm -hmm. and... Uh, Jim Stranko was was um, in there too, uh, but then Wanda is hanging out at the Ace of Clubs, singing to Bibbo. Like Bibbo is a friend, uh, like a genuine friend of Superman's in the comics. Oh, really? Yeah, he was a big part of um, of '90s comics, uh, especially like the Death of Superman. He shined a bit. Oh, wow! Um, he's in the animated stuff. He, like he he's he's a thing. Like. And Ace of Clubs is a recurring thing in Superman stuff. Like I remember Smallville made it into like a hip nightclub that Oliver oh, Queen owned. I didn't you know, know like, that. Oh yeah. So like, it's weird. It it feels honestly like, well, we're doing a wedding episode, so we might as well throw some of this comic stuff in here because the nerds might watch this one. You yeah. Know? Like Lex is back. The nerds are going to watch that type of thing. Um, what I didn't realize was I had always thought that this was the episode that the comic. Uh, the wedding album came out with it's called Superman, the wedding album where they actually get married. Um, but it wasn't until the same week that um, whatever the episode is called, like seriously guys, this time we're not kidding. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, God, yeah, this yeah. time we're not kidding uh, came out. So like, this was kind of a false flag from the get go, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. I guess if any fans were like really following the comics and paying attention, the whole idea for the death of Superman was that they were waiting for the show to marry them off. And then the comics. Were That's crazy that they, they like linked up like that. I know. And like totally different stories, obviously, right. you know, yeah, like yeah. Batman doesn't show up at Dean and Terry's wedding. Right. But, right. Right. But, um, but yeah, I, I, it is cool that after so many years and some like tension between the comics staff and the writers of the show and all that, that they did kind of link up and, you know, Never doubt the power of corporate synergy, I guess. There was, I was, there were some things that didn't make sense, so I was wondering if you... On this show? Yeah, what a surprise. <laughs> Weird. Well, lay them on me. Let, let's so get to the bottom two, of some of these the mysteries. The, the, the main one was that Lex was like, I love Lois, but then he was willi- willing to like have her be Wanda instead. Yeah, strange. I was like, okay, that doesn't make sense, you guys. And then the other thing was like when the clone went to get the money. She basically explains it like, well, only Lois can get the money and you would be there, but I can get it. It's like, how? Right. <laughs> what? Right. It's going to be very complicated for you to get past this. And yeah, but I did like, in fairness, I liked her idea of like, well, Lex is probably watching the place. So yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. No, that, that whole thing with the clone kind of explaining like nobody can get it besides Lois Lane, but, I can do it, you know, like, and yeah. I get that she looks like Lois Lane, but I assume there's like questions that she'll have to answer, right. you know, or something. Um, the Lex thing is funny to me because it does feel at first like 
Cause at first he's talking to her of like, there's, you know, you used to love me. So there's some clump of cells in your brain yeah. that we're going to find together that yeah. still really do enjoy me. And then the Wanda thing happens. And he, I love that he overhears it from Jimmy, like that his yeah. name should be Kent or whatever. And he's just like, well, this fell into my lap. I guess we'll just yeah. do this, you know? <laughs> so I was like, that doesn't make any sense. No, it's a weird move from him. But um, yeah, I can't, I can't shed light into this, except for the fact yeah. that like, if you've got a plot that weird, get John Shea just to play keep, it. Yeah, so just keep just going. Paper over the whole damn thing, yeah. Exactly. But like, it's still truly just like the best villain the show will ever have. Mm-hmm. With, with you know, he was supposed to, he was supposed to come back. Oh, what do you mean? I heard, and listeners, if I'm wrong, you can yell at Matt, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard that he was supposed to come back for Soulmates. Oh, see, that would make sense too. Yeah, because... Tempest always hated Lois. So the fact that he was like wanting to marry her didn't make any sense. Oh, I do kind of remember something about this. Yeah. So it was supposed to be Lex because he's the one who always loved her, but then he was unavailable doing something else, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. So they got, um, I can't think of the actor's name right now. Uh, Lane Lane Davies. Yeah. To come and play that role. But it's, it feels weird because he's supposed to hate her. Right. It's also so weird, and like at that point, the show is so separated from the comics that it doesn't really matter. But it's like, I'm sorry, are we saying like Tempest is the ultimate big bad of the show right now? You know, like is the thorn in their side? And in fairness, he comes back more. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I'd love to talk some Tempest today soon. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it, that's that would have been much cooler. It would have been cool too to see assuming everything else in the episode was the same, which maybe it wouldn't be, maybe Asabi comes and helps yeah. out, but um, it would have been cool to see HG Wells have to help them with something not Tempest related to. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is why I love talking about the show. Cause we're like 40 minutes in and all of a sudden we're talking about HG Wells. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. I was like, not to go off on a tangent. Oh no. By, by all means, there's nothing but tangent here at Lois and Clark. Um, I do have a bone to pick. And again, we're jumping all over the place, right? So we can go yeah. back to the first episode here. Well, was either actress that played Lucy not available? That, so that's the other thing that didn't make any oh, sense. What, what was that? I have a feeling it's have happened. Is like we can't recast her for a third time. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So they must have been busy. Yeah. But like, if anybody hasn't watched it in a while, like Lois's cousin that we've never heard of, whose name I don't even remember. Right. Like, it didn't even Cindy, bother. I think. Cindy, Cindy sure. Yeah who's apparently invited Lois to all of her weddings. Yeah. <laughs> um, shows up and winds up like kind of nudging her way into with, with Ellen Lane's help uh, becoming the maid of honor. But it's like, literally we've had two women that you can call back. I feel like that's something they just had to like write around it, you know? Yeah. But also they could have had like, star, like star was, is gone at this point, you know? Oh my God. I forgot about star. <laughs> And Star like, never Star, made it onto our pod, or hasn't made it onto our podcast yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We so forgot like, Star existed. Star, Star is like the only girlfriend Lois had for a hot second. Right, but and that would have worked. Yeah. Did she? Uh, now this is when people are going to be like, "Why do you have a Lois and Clark podcast?" Did she move, or did they just? They just. She just disappeared. I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She pulled a cat cramp. Yeah, she pulled a cat cramp. It's easy to just. <laughs> 
never talk about these people ever again. Yeah, it, Lois still lives next door to her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. yeah, they're not friends anymore. <laughs> We're never going to see her. She's <laughs> off on an astral plane somewhere. Or something. <laughs> no, but Asabi, we pull back. You know, right, like, right. what is going on with these episodes? Um, this truly is, though, like for me, the first, like, this is kind of. I, I think of the show as kind of two different eras, obviously, mm-hmm. like when she doesn't know. And usually it's it's separated by Terry's hair. Right. Like this is kind of where like era two finds its yeah. finds its grip and gets going. Cause like after this, it it kind of goes from like long arc to long arc for a while, mm-hmm. right? Until until season like mid season four, I guess. Yeah. Our the the next arc that I really liked and we mm-hmm. will forget the last two of this this arc because yeah. i mean there were some good moments like there always in, in, in every episode of lois and clark but for the most part it was like okay let's just get lois back this is a you know yeah. um the new krypton stuff love the new krypton stuff. yeah love the new krypton stuff I, I like the season the end of season three stuff of it and mm-hmm. then as lame as it is i love Superman and Lord Nor taking yeah. <laughs> taking each other to task in Metropolis, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it's so. I'd be interested in your take in it, like as as a fan, like watching it live. But I, I remember, as just a fan, like watching it in the reruns, it was very compelling because I was watching it in reruns. You know, like the next episode was right was, there the next episode was coming the next morning. So who cares, you know? Um, so like, that was always really fun for me. It felt like kind of reading a comic or like what I would later learn reading a comic is like this ongoing story. Was it, was it frustrating for you as a kid? Like, did you miss the like, kind of compactness or? So I remember it was a long time ago. Obviously. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Way back machine here. Um, that I was, it was, you know, there was before, like, internet was, like, in its baby phases, like, right. the baby internet, and obviously, like, I wasn't allowed, only allowed to, like, go on it with supervision or, like, whatever else, but I remember, like, I would, like, I would watch it on Sunday, and I would think about it all week, I'm like, <laughs> what's gonna happen, like, I just, like, it was my thing when I was a little kid, you know what I mean, like, I would, yeah. I would so I would, this particular, like I said before, like, this particular bunch of episodes, like, I just couldn't wait till next Sunday. That's so you know, cool. I remember watching the episodes and we had a TV that you would press like the menu button and it would pop up the clock. I think I told this story before on your show where I would like, I kept looking at the clock because I didn't want it to be over. <laughs> so super nerdy. No, that's great though. But it did its, it did its job for you. Like, you know, for the, for the kids watching, especially like that's, that's super cool. Um, it's interesting too, like, like you say, like I, I genuinely, I didn't have a strong, good opinion of these episodes before we started looking at these, but maybe it's most people don't like. I like yeah, most they, people didn't like them. They're not well regarded, and the show isn't super well regarded in you know comic fandom or anything mm-hmm. like that too. Though it does have its, it's got its you know strong fans and whatnot out yeah, there. Yeah. But this is like really good Superman stuff, some of this. And I was, I I was so. just so happy to go back and see that, oh no, there's a reason I got into this mm-hmm. show. And yes, we should never stop making fun of uh, frog-eating clones. We should <laughs> always laugh whenever Terry Hatcher has legs hanging out of her mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> or like, I think she's talking to Jimmy and she's like, oh, we should go out for some frog's legs. And she like yeah. wets her lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just so dumb. Um, but it's great at the same time. It's wrapped up in this cool, like Lex returns and ruins their lives plot. And, and then obviously the repercussions of it are not that great, but I like that there are repercussions of it in general, you know? Um, anyway, would have loved to have seen Lex come back for Solomon. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that rumor is true. Maybe it wasn't, but to me, it would make, it would have made more sense. As oh yeah. Far as like, ben, you know. ben Tempest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he does, of course, his voice comes back. Yes. To I was tell, about that. Yeah. Which is also Lex junior. Even, even just his voice in those episodes, the I, way he delivers those lines is so good. So good. Yep. Again, like rewatching the pilot recently, you know, like making fun of it and whatnot. But I'm like, okay, but watch him because he's yeah. kind of better than the show deserves. He's, I, you know, I didn't want to oh, say dear. that, but I was thinking that when I was like writing my notes, I'm like, he's better than this show. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't mean, again, I'm sitting here yeah. making fun of it and praising it at the same time. So like, right. I don't mean to take away from it. Right. But, and obviously I love it because I have this damn podcast and I'm still going here. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he's just, he's, he's beyond it. He, he's honestly, um, it makes me think of uh, John Glover in Smallville, who was uh, Lex's father in that, of just like, okay, you've got a serviceable actor, a really good actor, really good actor, and then a thespian. And then yes, like, just like a guy word, yeah. who knows what he's doing. Um, I would love to see John Shea on stage a day, because I know he's still can you, like, can you imagine? Oh, my God, that'd be so cool. I don't care what it if is. If he comes to anything in LA, you and I are going. Oh, done deal. <laughs> we'll do a podcast about it. I don't care. <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not waiting for Godot, Godot, but like this week on Lois and Clark, you know? Like, oh, yeah. we go. Um, okay, yeah. well, that's a, that's a date whenever that happens Perfect. in the future. Cool. Um, I don't know. Any... Uh, any last thoughts here on these episodes? Um, I really wish not to I keep coming back to Lex, but I really wish we got to have him for the whole series. Me too. It was kind of a shame that he like was gone so soon when, when like Lex Luthor is like, you know, he's, he's kind of Superman's like, m- like ultimate nemesis. Yeah. It's weird that, and again, I don't know if he had got another job. I don't remember. I don't know any of that, like behind the scenes stuff, but yeah, I'm glad he did get to come back, but I wish that he, you know, got to be a regular villain. Agreed after season one, which I guess, you know, like he's a New York actor. So I guess it was kind of his choice, but then he went and did a couple seasons of that. um, Not X-Men show. um, Mutant X. Oh yeah. Which is a Canadian show. And it's like, dude, you could have come back from more Lois and Clark. Where where did you go, John? I gotta be honest, dude. We really missed you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it would have been good. And also like, like this death didn't have to last, you know, like yeah, the first one didn't last. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fell off a how many story building and was, you know, road pizza. Yeah. And he came back as a whole person. Yeah. You spend some time in a nice coffin and you'll be fine. Exactly. You know? <laughs> if this show means nothing. Um, I also like, okay, just keep going back to Lex. I love the evil plan here. I mm-hmm. love not only like, I, I like a Lex that was like science was everything. And now yeah. I realize that magic is real. So we're going to try that. And I'm going right. to clone bodies. So he'll never find us. 
even if you remember who you are, you'll never find you. Yeah, which is like super creepy if you yeah. pulled it off, you know, like yeah. what a worse nightmare, like waking up remembering who you are, but you're in a, somebody else's body. And kill everyone's <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And then like uh, uh, Sabi, for some reason, figuring out that like, no, she has to be the one to kill him. And then like setting up the machinations for her to have the only gun in the world that can kill soup. You know, like I really, it's good stuff. So good. One too soon, Lex Luthor. There was, I wanted to go back one, one more second too. Sure. I was super frustrated with Clark where I was like, why aren't you figuring this out? Like she's a clone, like where, where Lex convinces her to tell Clark that I don't love you. And I never, like, I don't love you. I'm not ready. I, I still love Lex. Like right. that was his moment to be like, I mean, obviously it would, there wouldn't have been a following episode if you just like was like, no, come with me or, yes. you know, scoop her up. <laughs> but how broken hearted he is too. When she's telling him, uh, it it's was good. good. Seeing him yank Luther out of the, the yes, that there, moment too was so good. Excellent stuff. And I like too, that they kind of hang a lantern on it, which I assume like if there was a thriving internet, well, there was a thriving internet at the time, but like, those forums would have been our chat rooms would have been all like, why did he let her go? You know, yeah. something's weird. But then like Jonathan kind of lets him off the hook of like, she said she didn't love you, son. What were you right. going to do? Grab her? You know, like. And we all, all that had those moments in our life where I should have, why didn't I, why didn't I just, right. You know, like I should have done that. Why didn't I say it? Or why didn't I, you know, that's so relatable. And it's relatable content, but also, like, this should have been a Superman moment, dude. You know, like, blow yeah. out the tires. Let's yeah. figure this out before they just like, Nobody's it. going anywhere until I figure this out. Exactly. There was another moment like that earlier in that episode where um, uh, Lex is bringing the clone to the bank for the first time, but real Lois is in that awful mm-hmm. pantsuit that he <laughs> made for her, apparently in the car and like she she gives an honest like superman help yeah he comes right back in and paralyzes the vocal yeah. cords i'm like let him walk away further you know yeah. <laughs> clark comes very fast <laughs> <laughs> let him go into the bank exactly yeah but this could have been fine <laughs> um but again we're nitpicking because the rest of it wouldn't have happened right that stuff um i would also like just real quick a dumb we are all over the place i'm so I sorry, sorry that anyone who's listening hope, to this. yeah that your listeners are fans of the show obviously and like know what we're talking about otherwise yes. like, i'm not following um but uh so to set the scene at the start of seconds in that scene where um lois is is like in the cage at star labs mm-hmm. and the best scenes yeah dr klein is like somebody tried to kidnap her last night on the way back from the nia labs and nerd in me is like, NIA, where, what is that in DC Comics? Is that a thing? You know, like, is that a Star Labs? Is, is that it? A is it? Is that, no, it's a real world thing. And oh, I had right. to give, I had <laughs> to give so <laughs> Lois Clark some credit for a second, because the NIA is the National Institute yeah. of Aging. Yes. And like, this is appropriate. I, That's I funny. take back my geek cred and I give you a gold star today, Lois. <laughs> you know, like, that was really nicely done. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just, it's a cool couple episodes. If you're yeah. a fan of the show, if you're a fan of the comics, um, I think it pays off for both. The only bummer is the ending, like we've said, mm-hmm. that it's not just they get to go home. And not that they have to get married at the end of that episode. Right. So when, when the, like the wide shot of Clark, when, when, which I thought this moment was like, as far as if we're like talking about moments and moments, 
of the show versus like the broad, like what is actually happening? Like clones, what? Right. Like, there's moments that are really good. Um, my note was when he sees her in the wheelchair and he gets down on one knee and he's like, Lois. And she, the way she looks at him when she's like, yes. And she's looking at him like, you're cute. Who are you? Yes, exactly. And, I, and it's like, wait a second. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, why do you, you know, she's obviously looking at him like, who are you? But you're super cute. And then she goes, and do I know you? And that was a moment again, where we're like, what? <laughs> but then the long shot of Clark just heartbroken, you know, I was like, yes, they would have to, if like, have a lot of therapy before they could actually get married, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like, they would have a lot of stuff to work through. I would have taken a season of them on the couch, honestly, <laughs> you know, like just kind of going through it. Um, That's but instead a lot we, of trauma. Yeah. Instead we get seasons of them going through craziness like this and then like unwinding with a bottle of wine. And I'm like, yes. okay, that's, that's <laughs> my guys right there. I love it. Um, no, I love that moment. Also at the end, like we were talking, she gets her head hit again, which is totally TV language for, she's going to be better now. You know? Yeah, like, I, mean, that's what I remember vividly. That's another memory of watching it at the time being like, okay, we're back in business. You got our memory back. Right. <laughs> right. But I love, so like she's hitting her head as they're going out of Lex's lair there, which his final lines too are just like, mm-hmm. you know, you never truly understood me. Maybe nobody did or whatever. Yeah. I just butchered it, but it's like that type of idea that he goes out on that. Um, but I love that they get out of that lair and there's with it's Superman, Lois and Martha and like old Martha Kent just walking through all the soot and all the craziness that just happened. Yeah. It's just like, I'm fine. Go, like, take her yeah. to the hospital, you know? And I'm just like, Martha Kent is a pal. So good. She knows how to do it. I like when, I love when the characters act like that, act very practically of like, no, I'm good, like, fly yeah. to the hospital. Right, right. Help. It's cool. I, it's good stuff. But yeah, then that, that is just, it's a gut punch. And then knowing what happens is a bummer after that, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, it's two episodes and then we get to shrink Lois and then new Krypton starts going. Right. (laughs) You know, like I I do like that the show did these arcs going forward and they did, they peppered in the like, you know, by themselves episodes the night before mix mixmas or something. Yeah. Or whatever his name is. Yes. Mix of Pitalik. Like Toy Story and stuff like that, you know, Mm -hmm. but but then, yeah, I guess the next big arc is um, the new Krypton stuff. And then we get Tempest's Trump stuff. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. Which is, which is like my favorite of the fourth season. The Tempest stuff? Yeah. Me too. The, like meet John Doe and... Yes. Yeah. John Doe's just a darn nice guy. Yeah. Don't trust the Amish. Their craftsmanship <laughs> is shoddy and yeah... <laughs> Oh man, it's good. Um, well, we should talk some John Doe at some point in the future. If, I'm, if here, I'm ready. Cool, cool. Yes. Sounds good. Um, as as we wrap up here at Lois and Clark, um, we truly haven't seen each other since we went to WB. Yeah. Low those years ago. And since then, you, I mean, it was happening then too, but like your podcast is doing Excellent. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Welcome. Um, Analog Talk. Mm -hmm. It's a film uh, photography podcast. Yes. Uh, Which, if you're not all that interested in film photography, that's one thing. But you might be interested in a special guest that you had, not super recently, but but recently enough, right? Like when was it? It was was, uh, beginning of December. Okay. Oh, recently. 
our Christmas episode. He came that we dropped that one on Christmas. Okay, drop some names too. What, what uh, it, it was Mr. Jeff Bridges. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, it was. Uh, it's still surreal to this moment to even think that that actually happened. Yeah. So sometimes I feel like it didn't happen. Um, yeah, but he we we got to speak to him about his he he shoots film on movie sets with a special panoramic camera. So he's put out two books that are phenomenal, like these really wide shots of like all these like Tron and like all his like cl- like killer. Yeah, like all his like major movies. So we got to chat with him for about 30 minutes um, about that and what he shoots and photography. So it was really cool. He was he was so nice. And we did like a little video chat like that, like we're yeah, doing now, Matt. Like so, doing now. Yeah, it was fun. No, I saw the um, um, the screen cap of that that you had posted uh, when that episode dropped. I was like, holy yeah. shit, like Christine's on a whole other level. This is nuts you know so Great. congratulations and, and i'm sure it's nice to have a podcast going in these trying times and have yes. something to look forward to and yes even given us stuff to do and hopefully like even with your show like people get to kind of step away from what is happening in the world right now i know just watching these three episodes was a nice break from the real world so thank you for having me oh my god thank you again there are very few people that i can call up and be like <laughs> Hey, can I have three hours of your life and then talk to me about it for an hour? Sign me up um, anytime. <laughs> I, I greatly appreciate it, Christine. Um, it's great to see you. And um, hopefully when we get back to episode by episode, uh, we can have you back. Uh, I know you've wanted to pick Ryan's brain on some of these episodes, so we'll have to get you back for one of these three. Yes, I can't wait to hear I, I things. Yeah. I, I hope when that comes that Ryan and I can watch it together. So that I can have a camera on his stupid face when yeah. he puts a frog in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Amazing. But till then, I'm um, going to be trying to do some more, like, kind of like just general arc talks like this. So, again, if you're a fan of the show and you know what we're talking about and we're able to jump around, come hang out. If not, I understand that this is so all over the place that it's difficult. Um, but it's fun as hell for me. So, thank you. Christine. Absolutely. Thank you for listening, everybody. And uh, for Lois and Clark, the new podcast with Superman, I'm Matt Truax. I'm Chris Bartolucci. Falk off, everybody. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>